1619 project, you've heard me talk about it. You've heard some, there is some good information there, but you've heard my criticisms about it. And um, it's important for us to understand that much of what we've been told about Virginia 1619 first Africans is wrong. Okay. Much of what we've been told about Virginia's 1619 first Africans is wrong. There's a good article from uh, VirginiaMercury.com from August 11th, 2019 that deals with this. And in, uh, in 1619, codified slave laws didn't exist in any of the 13 colonies. And a lot of people are so shocked when they, they hear this. The whole way that slavery evolved in this country and the and even the way race evolved in this country is is different than the way we actually think it evolved. Okay. I mean that gets also in the Bacon's Rebellion, 1675, 1676, in the colony of Virginia, what happens after Bacon's Rebellion and the introduced introduction of the term white in the colony of Virginia around 1681 to break up the alliance between enslaved Africans, free African Americans. Poor whites, white indentured servants, things of this nature. That all comes to a head in Bacon's Rebellion, where you have this rebellion of, of, of 500, about 500 uh, of people of different races, uh, different statuses, some enslaved Africans, some white indentured servants, et cetera. And they burned down the town of Jamestown, Virginia in 1676 because they were all being exploited on the tobacco plantations in Virginia, and they realized that they had a common enemy. They were being exploited by the ruling elite. Okay, this is Bacon's Rebellion. Then you go to 1705 and the Virginia Slave Code of 1705, which is going to become a model and other colonies are going to adopt these slave codes. And the Virginia Slave Code of 1705 make a distinction between Negroes and Moors. So you get into this, you start dealing with a deep understanding of history and you start seeing how all this evolves and analogies and status and start seeing how all of this evolves. Okay. Um, so the way this history actually happens is much different than the way we think it happens. So the way we talk about I like this type of information. Like on the broadcast. Okay. Uh, continue here. And we have the uh, link here in the thread of the broadcast where you can register for this 12-week online course. Uh, it's on sale $80, regularly $130, ancient Kemet, the Moors, and the Ma'afa, understanding the transatlantic slave trade with the teacher in school. All right, now, Africans were in South Carolina in 1526, 93 years before Virginia. Okay, now this is not talked about a lot. We focus on 1619, and I have to tell people um, you know, they say we first came to these shores 1619. No, we were here thousands of years before that. But even if you just look during the transatlantic slave trade, the Spanish were taking Africans into the territory we call South Carolina in 1526. Okay, now this is something we, we deal with all this in the class because we go through and look at this history chronologically. So these are all slides from the course that I teach that, that I put together. I'm a historian, been studying history 32 years. I put together this curriculum as well as the second class that I teach, which is from the Civil War to the Civil Rights Movement and Black Power, 1800 to 1968, which goes through and, and goes deep into looking at that 168-year period of history um, and analyzing what happened to us also after slavery ended. 
Okay, now before 1619, there was 1526, the mystery of the first enslaved Africans and what became the United States. This is a good article from Washington Post, um, September 7th, uh, 2019, September 7th, 2019, that deals with uh, this history. 1526 is not talked about a lot, okay? And you had uh, uh, those, those Africans, there's going to be an uprising. They're going to overthrow their oppressors, and they're going to run away. And it's believed they went to live with Native Americans. So it was a, a they, the, the Spanish tried to set up the settlement, but it was a failed set up, settlement. Now, Spanish explorers brought 100 African slaves to a doomed settlement in South Carolina or Georgia. Within weeks, the subjugated revolted, then vanished. Maybe that's why they don't want us to know about 1526, because those Africans overthrew their oppressors. So maybe that's why that's not talked about a lot. But that's 93 years before uh, Jamestown, Virginia. And then in 1513, Juan Ponce de Leon, the Spanish conquistador, comes into Florida, and he has an African with him named Juan Garrido. Juan Garrido was born in West Africa around, four, uh, around uh, 1480. And Juan Garrido is probably the first African we know of by name, probably the first African we know of by name in this land that we call the United States of America or what Native Americans call Turtle Island, Turtle Island. And Dr. David M. Hotep talks about Turtle Island in the book, The First Americans Where Africans Documented Evidence. Wow, and we should say, and we have a picture of the book too, and it's the first Americans were Africans. And we were talking about Dr. Ivan Van Sernema because I remember um, back in the 1980s, my dad took me to hear him. He came here to Cincinnati, and his book was They Came Before Columbus, and he talked about mm. you know, how Africans were here. He had a lot of, I mean, great research information, and so it was just kind of eye-opening. But we, don't, we haven't heard a lot about that recently, so tell us how you, you got involved here. Well, I'm showing that uh, we, they, Africans not only came before Columbus, they came before the Indians. So you're going even farther back. I'm going farther back, at least 56,000 years old. Okay, now we've got a graphic up here about 130,000 years ago. Yeah, well, they sailed over here. And uh, when I lecture, people say, well, wait a minute, uh, humans weren't, weren't sailing, let alone they weren't boating uh, 130,000 years ago. And I beg to differ. Uh, last year, New York Times uh, quoted the BBC, and uh, they wrote an article on how in Crete they have found a, a stone industry of stone tools going back to at least 130,000 years. And Crete wow. has been an island for in the middle of the, the Mediterranean for five million years. So they had to sail. And it was a continuous civilization, which means they were going back and forth. They knew how to navigate. So if they got to Crete 130,000 years ago, it's easy 70,000 years later that they could make it to the Americas at 56,000 years ago. Right. That's really, now how did you, how did you even get back to this research? I mean, this is just, you know, did you start by, by reading, they came before Columbus, and then you just, you expanded on that research? Yes, you see, that was 36 years ago, uh, Dr. Van Sertima's book came out, and this information is piled on for 36 years. So many different things, so many cutting-edge articles and, and things have been found since then. Yeah, and so and what, what, what's the reaction you get when you talk about how Africans came here even before Native Americans? People are amazed. They're shocked. They're shocked. First comes shocks, and then they're smiling, and some frown, of course. <laughs> and then, you know, and, and what about the school systems? Because, you know, have we gotten this information to the, to the educational system? Not yet. The only book has only been out for a month, month and a half. 
And what kind of what kind of feedback are you getting though when you go around and talk about this? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you're doing lectures around the country. Yeah, well, uh, I always bring my my peer-reviewed articles. Okay. Because my thesis, which is the same as my title, the first Americans were Africans, is backed up by seven, soon to be eight, uh, peer-reviewed journal articles, which is the height of academia. Wow. And so you've got credibility. I mean, people can see this research. What do you think? Do you think this is going to change history at all? Well, for, for hundreds of years in Europe, uh, people thought that the, the world was flat. And it took a while for them to get, be able to say the world was round in order to, to, to go out there and, and navigate and see that it was indeed round. So it's going to take a little while for them to get around this, but it will happen. And so what part of, of Africa were the Africans from who, who, who came to Brazil? Well, the DNA, uh, the genome, the um, genome project uh, found that the earliest ones, uh, the the ones that they found in Tierra del Fuego, in the very tip of uh, South America, in uh, 1874, 1876, uh, were the short Africans, the Khoisan, who t spoke with the clicks, like like that. The gods must be crazy. Did a, a movie on. Yeah, that. I remember that. Yeah. Yes. So they have about the, the Coca-Cola bottle yes. that fell in. Yeah. Yes. They have the oldest DNA and the oldest language on the planet, and they were all over. Oh wow. All over all three Americas, as now, well as now, Asia. Well, have they done any DNA tests in Brazil to see that? Yes, they have. The Genome Project went all around the world. There are a hundred thousand people participated. Wow. Taking DNA swabs. And so, so first we know that it's possible to get over here by, by canoe. And second of all, the DNA from that group of Africans is yes. in Brazil. The most important thing, not, not to forget to, to ask me, well, I, I will tell you that, where do the Native Americans come from? Well, we've always been taught that they came across the Bering Straits from Asia. This is true, but they did not come until 3000 B.C. There is no evidence of them coming before 3000 B.C. So for 53,000 years, there were nothing but Africans in North, Central, and South America. Wow. When they come over 3000 B.C., those two groups, the Africans and the Mongolians, get together, the Asians, get together, and their children are the Native Americans. Wow. This is why the Native Americans do not look Chinese. They are a little different than Chinese. Right. Oh, that's, you know what, I mean, we need to, we need to learn. It makes a lot of sense, yes. Dr. Imhotep, and we need to learn our history. This is ancient Kemet, the Moors, and the Ma'afa, understanding the transatlantic slave trade, what they didn't teach you in school. Class number one uh, starts up Saturday, uh, June 24th, 2023. Register right now. Visit our website, theafricanhistorynetwork.com theafricanhistorynetwork.com. So when you register, when you visit our website, you scroll down the page, you see the information for our Sunday night radio show, the African History Network show, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on 9, 10 a.m. Superstation WFDF. And we broadcast on our social media platforms. You see our PayPal cash app information here as well. And then a uh, 12-week online course. So we do the sessions live. All the sessions are archived and recorded. This class is on sale $80, regularly $130. You can register for the full 12-week online course here. Uh, when you click on that link, it takes you uh, to the next page. And uh, on the next page, just uh, click on uh, Enroll. Right here, the purple button, Enroll. As soon as you register, you can start watching uh, the content, okay? And we do the sessions live. All the sessions are archived and recorded. Uh, you can go back and watch this anytime. A year from now, two years from now, you can go back and watch the entire class. You don't have to uh, be in class live or don't take attendance, anything like that. We have a live text chat also. 
uh, in class. You can see me. I can't see you. We have a live text chat, so you can ask questions uh, in class as well, okay? And we have a bundle pack uh, where you get this class and the second class that I teach, um, Black Resistance Movements from the Haitian Revolution, U.S. Civil War, Civil Rights Movement, and Black Power Movement, 1800 to 1968. I teach that class on Sundays, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. And that class, we deal with so much history. We deal with that crucial period of time leading up to the Civil War. Uh, and after slavery ends in the Reconstruction era, Jim Crow era, um, Great Migration, World War One, World War Two, Civil Rights Movement, Black Power Movement, to understand what happened to us after slavery ended, what were the laws and policies put in place uh, to put us uh, where we are, to bring us to where we are today, to understand where we need to go from here. So your understanding of politics, and politics is the legal distribution of scarce wealth, power, and resources, and the writing of law, statutes, ordinances, amendments, and treaties, their adoption, interpretation, and enforcement. Your understanding of politics is directly related to your understanding of history. So the more you understand history, the better you understand politics, the better we understand how all these policies impact us and how to um, engage in politics. And this is why you hear me say we have to stop telling African Americans to exercise your right to vote. You don't vote for exercise. You want to exercise, you go to the gym and work out. You vote for power. Politics is the legal distribution of scarce wealth, power, and resources, and the writing of laws, statutes, ordinances, amendments, and treaties, the adoption, interpretation, and enforcement. So we have to understand history, economics, law, and politics to be able to put together agendas, to be able to uh, organize and force our agenda and get policies put in place that are beneficial to African-Americans and what's good for African-Americans are good for America in general. All right. So um, visit our website, theafricanhistorynetwork.com. Uh, you can register for this class. Uh, class number one is uh, Saturday, June 24th. Class number two is Saturday, uh, July 1st. Class number three is, is Saturday, July 8th. And this is uh, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the uh, link for the class and the thread of the broadcast. You can register right now. We have bonus content already uploaded that you can start watching. And you'll also get five of uh, my lectures free included uh, with the registration of this course. They will be in the video library so you can stream uh, five of my lectures also. Uh, if you want to support the African History Network and if you uh, also if you want to pay through Cash App, you can do so right through our website right on the homepage of our website, our cash app information is there. Dollar sign, the AHN show through cash app or through PayPal, paypal.me forward slash the AHN show. And this is our um, cash app account. And we have the link on the homepage of our website because uh, there's some fake uh, African History Network cash app accounts out there. And uh, I'm still trying to get them shut down. So when you scroll down our website, we have our cash app information. Click right here and takes you to our cash app link uh, is dollar sign the AHN show SHOW and when you go to it it will say Michael uh, also so we have that uh, there and our PayPal information is here as well uh, paypal.me forward slash the AHN show all right so we'll hope to see you in class uh, this Saturday, remember, right now is correct wrong behavior. It's not over till we win. We're kind of forever. And we'll talk to you next time. Peace.